Thank you for joining me. This is Crystal with the CleanSimpleFood.com PrepCast. Good morning. Today I am going to go over the National Preparedness Guidelines put out by FEMA. They are free downloads on ready.gov and I'm going to guess none of you have been there because I am in the preparedness industry and this is the first time I've been there. The good news for all you international listeners is being prepared doesn't just happen in the USA. So I'm going to cover not just the food set in this episode. It's going to be a little different so that I'm going to give you the basics of what the experts say. And then I'm going to give you my twist on it, of course, because this is my podcast. I thought this would be a great idea to give you their recommendations after you heard my basic calculations for food last week to kind of wrap it all up so that you know that you're ready across the board for you and your family. Little did I know how much time I would be saving you. So here's a little story. I went to get this information for you over the past week. When I first went to get it, I clicked on their landing page. It was great. I clicked on the build a kit to see what they had to say about emergency kits and it was broke. So I saved you time there. And when I cuddled my daughter to sleep, which then solved the problem, I unbroke the internet because I came back and it worked. For those of you in the just give me the information already category, I'm gonna go through their list without commentary. It's gonna be hard for me. And then I'll go back afterwards and tell you how I would change it and where I differ. They recommend one gallon per person of water per day for at least three days. That covers drinking sanitation, food, at least a three day supply of non-perishable food, a battery powered or hand crank radio, and a NOAA weather radio with a tone alert, a flashlight, a first aid kit, extra batteries, a whistle, a dusk mask in case you have to filter contaminated air, plastic sheeting and duct tape to shelter in place, moist towels, garbage bags, and plastic ties for personal sanitation, a wrench and or pliers to turn off your utilities, a manual can opener for food, local maps, cell phone with chargers, and a backup battery. Now, you can download this list, and they also have an additional supplies list on their site. Just go to ready.gov, click build a kit. It's that simple. You can download it, or you can just, again, listen to me here. Surprisingly today, I am not going to cover the food side at all, because I think I covered that very well in the first two episodes. If you're just joining me, go back and listen to those about my views on the food, and I do think one week is a bare minimum for that. And I think we've all learned more than we care to know about masks, different masks, how they work. Uh, If you have any questions, send them to me. I was in the Navy. I was a respiratory program manager. So I am vaguely enough familiar with the rules still that I can at least point you in the right direction if you have specific questions. But like I said, I think we've all become a little more versed in that field than we ever intended to be recently. My biggest problem with this list and any list like this is that while they're well-intentioned and they do try to get you prepared, two big things. They're sending you out to spend money on things that you may or may not have. And they're spending money on things that are going to sit on a shelf. And these things all have a shelf life. So they're intended to be put on a shelf and left there for an emergency. And there is a better way to do this. My recommendations are all about finding things that you will use and then just keeping an on-hand supply that you're replenishing as you use them. That way you're not worried about shelf life. You have that turnover 
and you're going to be able to achieve the same preparedness with things that you're familiar with. So I'm going to take the time to just step back through this list and tell you how I go about dealing with each of these points. For water, I am not going to take gallon jugs, store them in the fridge, store them in the freezer, set them in a corner, and try and cycle through those. We use distilled water for our boat batteries. We use distilled water for a number of other things. Um, you can put in your fish tanks, things like that. So if you go out and you buy that distilled water, it actually will keep for a decent amount of time on the shelf. And you can cycle it through different project stuff without that much additional cost. And so you always have some of it on tap as you're going through watering some animals. Use it to water your animals once a week. Go through it, whatever you have to do to keep it running so you know where it is, so you know that it's being replaced. On the food side, again, I said I'm not going to cover it. I covered it before. If you want to go look at how I use it, go check out justaddwater.me. As far as a battery-powered radio and a NOAA weather radio go, you can really go out and get one of these radios, a radio that's battery-powered that is capable of giving you weather alerts. They are not all that expensive these days. You really only need one, especially if you have some type of electronic as a backup, a cell phone, an iPad, something like that. And this is probably the one thing that if you don't have is worth going out and spending money on. And you just set it up in a room in your house and use it occasionally on the weekends to get a weather update so that you are familiar with how it works. Flashlights to me are self-explanatory. You're going to have some sitting around anyway if you grew up like me anywhere where power would go out somewhat on a regular basis in the winter or when storms came through. If not, you may or may not have one on your keys. Just something simple that you can look around and make sure that you do have batteries for it for when it goes out because you may not be able to go to the store and get spares. If you're anything like me and you have a family, then you have a whole spare bucket of batteries. So um, just make sure that within that bucket, you have some that fit whichever flashlights you choose that you have in your house that you use on a regular basis. And like I said, just like skipping over the food, I'm going to skip over the mask side. We've talked about that as a society ad nauseum lately. They call for plastic sheeting and duct tape to shelter in place, as well as the moist toilets, garbage bag, and plastic ties for personal sanitation, local maps, a can opener, and those are the things I'm going to cover right here. If you live in an area where you get hurricanes, tornadoes, etc., you're going to have the stuff to board up your house, so I'm going to assume that that is not what they're talking about. If you live in those areas and don't, of course, please get those. But one of the great things that's come out of this pandemic is that people are getting outside more. And so if you have, instead of those items just stuck in a bag somewhere, some tents, some sleeping bags, and you learn to go outside, go camping, go hiking, um, even if you go glamping, just pull up to a campground with your car that has showers and set up your tent and stuff, get some actual outdoor gear. Honestly, if you get it um, used, you go somewhere else, it could be cheaper than going down and getting plastic sheeting and duct tape at Home Depot. If you're not sure where to start, there are a couple of box kits that I like. Um, Nomadic is one. They're just nomadic.com. And Karen Rocks, which I believe their site is getkaren, G-E-T-C-A-I-R-N.com, based on the Karen Stones. 
they have subscription boxes where they send you kind of the newest stuff in the industry at a discount because you're subscribing to it. And if you do reviews, you save even more. Uh, they also have sales on specific items that come in the kits. So if you're looking at trying out gear and starting out, that's a great place. I've always loved REI. I've been a member since basically I graduated college or turned 18 or something like that. And um, they have experts there that will help you pick stuff out. But unless you go during one of your sale, their sales, you're generally paying full price, unlike the online sites. As far as local maps go, as long as you start trying to use that outdoor gear, you're going to start becoming familiar with your surroundings. So your ability to get to someplace safe without needing those maps is going to increase. Uh, or you can use maps on your iPhone. There's uh, All Trails is one that I love. Its free version is perfectly fine. Uh, if you want to use maps offline, you have to pay for their pro version. And then same with uh, Gaia Maps. Both of those work great. But if you want to do that subscription and then just download some local maps, that way if you have to go somewhere, you can. Or you can always go to um, your local chamber of commerce sometimes will have maps. Or if you're in an area where there are park districts, they will also have maps. Check your city website and check for maps that both have and do not have transit systems if you're in a city because mass transit may be shut down. You'll be looking for alternate routes. Uh, make sure you have those bridges, those tunnels, those piers because maybe boats may be a great way to get out of the city. So again, don't just focus on the maps that you're used to having. And the only thing I think they've really left off this list is a good outdoor shoe or boot. And that makes a huge difference in your ability to cover distance if necessary to get to somewhere safe in an emergency. And if you start going outdoors, you'll start wearing them, breaking them in. Um, even if you don't, it will be worth having a pair set off to the side. But like I said, my goal with this is you're starting to use some of this stuff. Um, wear them on the metro to break them in because you are kind of traveling, walking, doing a lot of stuff if you're in a city. Uh, if you're out of the city in a rural area, just go down, walk to the mailbox, walk around in them to start breaking them in and get familiar with them and get your feet familiar with them. And why I'm pushing this, I'm not getting any money back from this. I'm not getting any referrals from this. But what I'm trying to do is take this list and make it so that it's just as affordable or close to the same cost but it's not just sitting in a bag somewhere for two main reasons. One, when you go to use it, it could be expired. And two, you're familiar with it. The more familiar you are with your surroundings and with everything when you're in an emergency, the better your chances of surviving are. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening. Get started now at www.justaddwater.me. If you have questions you'd like answered, email podcast at justaddwater.me or visit theprepcast.com and click message.